Blog Talk Radio. This is the year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fucks. Like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about and we could be doing. And right now, I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't gotta fuck with me, I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like, I'm guillotining everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they on that. They literally, they right here. All right, y'all, I am here finally, but I am here, and um, uh, it is now October 21st, 2019, so it's technically Manic Monday, but we're doing church for you guys because foosball was on late today. <clears throat> so it was I was prompted to do a show called Unconditional. Um, because I just feel like there's this overwhelming sense of um, people thinking that they can love people back from these demonic states or from alcohol and drugs, and they're not realizing that it's not really love that gets these people to just snap out of, you know, whatever it is that they're going through, and that the drugs and the alcohol are really just secondary things to trauma. Right, drugs, alcohol, sex, that's all trauma-based things that they're doing. So unless you're going to go back in time and try to stop these traumatic things from happening to them before they happen, everybody has to go through their process. So I've said this before and i say it a million times, that I don't believe in unconditional love. So here we are in church on this blessed Sunday, technically Monday, and we're talking about, I've told y'all before about the different forms of love, adults, agape, and all these other things. I only personally believe that the only unconditional love is between parent to child. Um, and that's, and, and the funny thing is, is that's really not even always 100% foolproof because there are some parents that do not deal with their kids or some kids that do not deal with their parents. So this week was a whirlwind week as well. Each day I give thanks to my ancestors for the smallest things. And I think that it's very telling that a lot of you are like, oh, you know, I've been asking for this thing and it's just not happening and this, this, and this, but are you doing anything? You know, it's just like dating, and I really believe in pimp law, and and I don't believe in pimp law as if it's a real law, but it really kind of is, and it's just a way of doing business and dealing with people and doing things. And pimp law would suggest 
that no one's going to give you anything for nothing. So I don't care if they're in this room or not. You have to give them something. And a lot of the reasons that people worship as we, you know, uh, near Dia de los Muertos and all these other things that are talking about um, Day of the Dead and uh, the uh, Day of the, the Babies and Day of the Angels and things of such and All Saints Day, um, as we near that, I think it's important for people to understand that you're supposed to be giving right now. Right now we are in the season of harvest, so right now a lot of people that I know that are actually farmers just had their first harvest, which means whatever they sowed, you know, way back six months ago, they're now reaping what they sowed, and unless some sort of weird event came about, they had a harvest. And now is the time that you're in abundance, and I've already spoke that into reality for myself and for other people. So now that you're in abundance, what are you going to do with that, right? Because if you're stingy, can you eat 5,000 apples? No, you can't. But if you hold on to them just for the sake of holding on to them, right, and there are people out there that are starving and that don't have it, what did that harvest really do for you? Everything is about giving, each one teach one. Giving knowledge, that's that's giving. And so this week I just said, you know, that I was thankful for meeting the people I met, including Leah Pennyman. You know I'm still bloated about that, the author of Farming While Black. I'm thankful for the manifestation of a carpenter. Um, I was joking around, and I was like, you know, right now you can't even holler at me unless you're a carpenter or some type of farmer or something. Um, and I'm thankful to be given these responsibilities to have to seek out those things and to fix my parents' house or to fix up my house or to do what needs to be done. Um, so I had a conversation with my, my big sister, I call her, and, you know, this is one of those things I'm going to explain to you about unconditional love. So, and not because of her sign or anything like that. I know how she is. She's very direct, she's very to the point, but she's always somebody that can get me together real quick. She doesn't manipulate, and she just, it, it is what it is with her. I, do, I did have friends that, or do have friends that use manipulation as a tool, and that's never going to freaking work with me because you are talking to the grand dam of I don't care and I just won't do it just because, okay? So she was telling me, that's the one I was telling you that told me that I need to watch Queen Sugar, and there was like a whole situation going on there, and... I had an opportunity to be a bitch. I did. I had an opportunity to be a biatch, okay, a stank coochie vibe bitch. And she advised against it and was like, girl, you better do this, like, joking. But she knows that I don't take certain things, especially when it has to do with money and work, as a joke. So I started researching what she was talking about, watched the show, and then came to the conclusion about what I was going to do. The minute, the second, the hour that I made the decision to do something for someone that I know that they would not be able to return the favor at this time, maybe never, um, everything started shifting again, right? So in my mind, I'm like, no, I am kicking and dragging. I don't want to do that. I don't know for this particular person. Absolutely not. Raggedy. And spirit was like, this is what you need to do. And you need to not have a conversation about it. You need to not. And now I feel like my mother, right? Isn't that crazy how that comes back around? Okay. So in accepting that responsibility, the vetting had to start right now. So everything that I have to do has to start right now in order for me to reap what I sow two years down the line, three years down the line, whatever. So, you know, one of my girlfriends was telling me, she says, oh, you're just so loving light lately because I wouldn't care about this or I wouldn't care about that. And she doesn't understand that 
it's it's beyond a queen thing. It's it's now we're in goddess mode. We're in God mode, and every god needs disciples, right? And so I need people that understand pimp law, which means that you know this person looked out for me, or this person did this for me, or this person did X Y Z for me. Not that I'm indebted to anybody or that they're indebted to me, but I would like that. And the reason that I would like that is because that makes for an honest worker. That makes for somebody that you can do business with. That makes for somebody that you can have as a partner in certain things. And I've told you all before that the reason that I don't date is because I'm really not looking for a boyfriend or a husband or whatever. whatever. And I'm very careful what I say. I'm looking for a partner. You know, I'm looking for someone that not can go 50% on the bills. No, no, no. Can you show me what it is that you're doing so I can try to do what you're doing so that I don't have no bills, okay? So, you know, it's it's not that I'm loving light. It's just very much that I'm being guided to do certain things for certain people and not because I think they're going to pay me back. I 100% across the board know that whatever I do for these people, it's time lost, it's money lost. It's It's not going to yield me any harvest anytime soon. Right, because it's not in them to do. So just like I know my girlfriend, right? I know all my friends. I know what they like. I know what they don't like. I know how they communicate. You know, we always talk about love languages. What about just regular languages between two humans? And so the reason that the show is called Unconditional is because I think that the amount of pressure and stress that is being placed on people and telling these young girls that struggle love is okay and that it's okay for you to struggle and that, baby, when this is over, we're going to be all right. Girl, bye. Why? Why Why do you have to have unconditional love for him? Why? And it's not just it's not just women. I have, you know, y'all, y'all know I have brothers. You know, I've, I've watched, you know, people close to me and my family get dogged out by a woman, you know, and everybody has their turn. You know, Lord Karma does not discriminate, and it's just, you know, and it, it's not even about waiting on karma. Sometimes you don't even got to wait on that. So I don't believe in the unconditional thing because I believe that all love has conditions. I believe that if I love you as my friend, right, um, I can love you, but if you rock with people that I really don't rock with, I got to kind of side eye you. It don't mean we're not friends. It just means I see you. Right? If I love you and you're my man or you're my lover, right? I'm not going to love you unconditionally. No, this love has conditions. You cannot put your hands on me. You cannot put my body in danger. You can't put your vessel, your body in danger by by being a low-level, weak bitch that has to go and sleep with everybody. That's very, like, that to me is, is disgusting. And so there's a condition with that. Now, Pimpla also states to me in the way that I was raised and the way that I was taught is that biologically men will be men. And you can be whatever kind of man you want to be. You just can't be it with me. See, because I have conditions. It's not even standards. It's conditions. Just like you don't want me busting it down and getting my eagle on and, you know, spreading it wide open, you have to afford me the same. And so... I don't get jealous at a lot of the things that I should get jealous about, that a lot of women would get jealous about when it comes to my paramours or my lovers or whatever, because I know who I'm dealing with. So I have somebody right now, and I've known this person, like I said, about 12 years, but I know him. Like when I say I know him, I'm talking about all his filth, all his grime, all his, I mean, just 
just everything about him, like that you could. But there's nothing that you could come to me and tell me about this man. You could tell me that he was having sex with animals and donkeys in the woods and the rainforest, and I'd be like, he probably did. You know what I mean? Not because he liked donkeys, but just because that's how well I know this person, right? And he knows that, and he knows me the same, which is why we've never had an argument. We've never, you know, we just can't seem to get it together. But in order for me to love on him, because I, I like loving on people. I don't have to be in love with you. I can love on you. Um, in order for me to love on him, it has to be this whole seduction. And so a lot of women have gotten away from the art, the actual art of seduction. You men too, right? Because if you took the listen, seductions can go on for hours. They can go on for years. They can go on for days, you know. So while you're in the, the I'm being seduced right now, just like I'm trying to seduce somebody back right now. Never touch this person. I don't, you know, we, we know each other like we've met, but there's a, there's a whole seduction going on. Because at the end of the day, I know what you want. You're trying to hit this. But at the end of the day, you don't know what I want from you. I'm trying to have you finish one of my houses. <laughs> you know what I mean? So while you over here, and I'm not exchanging. I don't, I don't do exchanges. You're either going to do it for me because that's what I want to, and I'm either going to give you some ass when I feel like it because everything I do has conditions. I'm the most contracted, you know, write it up on a document board that you'll ever meet. I don't care what it is. You gave me three Skittles, sign this paper saying I'll owe you three Skittles back. I have had attorneys, accountants, like it's, it's, it's not a game. So unconditional love is not real to me because, we are basically telling our kids, we are basically telling our women, we are basically telling young women and young men that it's okay for people to be mean to you because if you love them, you'll stay. I am not a, a subscriber of struggle love. I don't believe in it. It is poor. It is low class, and it is beneath me to stick something out and, and, and wait for you to do me in. Because if you did it once, you're going to do it again. I don't believe in accidents. I don't believe in coincidences. Nobody slipped and fell on your penis. You did not slip and fall and the dick was in your mouth. That didn't happen, okay? Unconditional love in my realm, in my world, does not exist. Everything has to have conditions. And I think that people should start telling the truth about that because then it would make you hate people a little less. If you looked at a person and you said, you know, because I look at a lot of people, especially men, and I'm, I feel great sorrow for our men, especially black and Latino men, because some of y'all just never even had a chance at normalcy, at a loving relationship, at a good woman, because you're either mimicking what you saw in your house or because there was an absence of it, you're mimicking that, okay? Um, so I always look at how a person was raised or how, and you can't always say how they treat their mama because trust me, that's, that's a fallacy as well. You got to look at how they was raised. Did y'all have, you know, Thanksgiving dinner, you know, and Christmas dinner all together? Did y'all have Sunday dinner? Or, you know, who paid the bills in the house? Who was the breadwinner? Who, you know, took care of the house? Who took care of the kids? You have to look at all these dynamics and, you know, it makes it hard for me to hate someone that I know deep down never had a goddamn shot in hell to live in the hell that he created for himself. Doesn't have a shot in hell to live in the hell he created for himself. Okay? He didn't have a shot. 
So that means that if you can't love you, you can't even love yourself enough past pain or anything else, I can't love you like that either. Because my love is just, or pussy is just not that strong that it's just going to pull you out of whatever demonic bind that you have or karmic tie or whatever you want to call it, okay? Sometimes our loved ones cannot ascend. They can't, you know, ascend to anything. They can't look up to anything because they are quite comfortable and happy where they are. If he is a hoe, and this is just my favorite example, let him be a hoe. Let him be a hoe. And you decide, young lady, when you want to deal with that motherfucker. You don't got to deal with nobody you don't want to deal with. I just love him so much. Girl, listen, okay? And and contrary to popular belief, when you deal with people that, you know, have done you dirty, that doesn't mean that you have self-esteem issues. That means that you're trying to, you, you, you subscribe to the philosophy that if you just love this person a little hard, if you just sucked a little bit more dick, if you just busted it, if you just gave him that threesome, if you just, you know, just gave him your car on Tuesdays, that he would just love you somehow more. That's not true. 100% of the time, 100% of the time, it makes him respect you less. It makes him respect you less. Now, there is the rare occasion that the people, they, they're on the same type of time. And those things work for them. Those things don't work in my relationships. Men are men in my relationships, and I am a woman. Okay? I have, like I said, I tell you all all the time, like even the ones that I just can't stand and I just, you know, I I use, you know, I don't wish death on anybody anymore, but even the ones that I couldn't stand, I know that at some point they definitely love me. And I know that they love me deep and they love me hard. Unfortunately, even their love wasn't unconditional. Because the minute that that, that 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 viper or that black mamba bites you for trying to outsmart me, outwit me, or just lie to me blatantly for no reason, now I'm every bitch in the book. So, you see, I'm not afforded the same type of love that you wanted. You wanted me to love you past all your bullshit, but you can't love me past me telling you who you really are. Okay? I love a man that could tell me the truth. And I'm dealing with that right now. I have a guy that literally off rip. Um, oh, that's another thing we'll talk about how Satan came up, <laughs> how Satan came up in my job. And I was like, Lord, I know this ain't you, because he was he was too perfect. And he looked like this particular gentleman looked like a culmination of all my greatest love in one human, if that's even possible. It was like a clone. It was some craziness. Kind of find out I knew the the person from back in the day. He knew some of my exes, but um, it was like God sent this person. Like, oh. Oh, you good? Like Satan was like, oh, you good? Watch this guy. She ain't good. She ain't good. She she ready to explode at any moment. And it was about self control. That that lesson was about self control. Like you see how quick your brain turned to mush because somebody with that cinnamon skin came up in your in your cipher was having a conversation with you. You was ready to risk it all. I sure was. Surely was. But I'm being taught that through that lesson, self control restraint and not everything is for me right but I like the fact that this is somebody that's a little bit older than me he's almost a lot older than me and told me the truth off it about what was going on with him what his financial situation was like what he had going on because you know what now I can respect that because now it's the devil I know I would much rather deal with the devil I know than the devil I don't know because y'all motherfuckers be out here lying. Like, when I say lying, I'm talking about lying. And I'm going to tell you something, fellas, if you're listening. 
90% of women, if you just told them a truth across the board, yo, I'm a convicted felon, I did a 10-year bid, you know, I live with my mom, I got six kids, four baby moms, um, I'm broke, uh, I got a girlfriend, I got a wife, 90% of the women, if you told them a the truth, they would still deal with you. They would deal with you because now it's the devil they know. But now you don't get, but they're not going to love you unconditionally. You can't love them that way either because you've done already put your conditions on the table. I like you, but I got a drug problem. I like you, but I go home to another woman. I like you, but I sleep with a bunch of bitches. I like you, but I'm broken. You're going to have to pay for every day. So you see how those conditions are not worth it to me at this time. Okay, so I prefer to love people and deal with them on their level. So if this is what you like, you like chicken nuggets from Wendy's and that is your thing, I'm not bringing you nowhere if that's what you like. Because the last time I tried to put somebody onto something, they put the next broad onto something and she put the next dude onto something. Now when I go in there, I got to, you know, talk to people about getting my table. No, no. Mm Mm-mm. I can't unconditionally love anybody that's going to put conditions on me. I'm a free, nah, I won't say I'm a free spirit, but I'm going to do what I want to do. But if I love you, just on any level, I'm not going to hurt you, not purposely. You might get your feelings hurt because you keep forgetting who I am. You might get your feelings hurt because you keep forgetting that I write and sometimes I have to go on book tour. You You might get your feelings hurt because... Your ego won't allow you to say that this girl has started all these businesses and they're flourishing and this, 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 and this. And it's not a money thing. It's an accomplishment thing. A lot of men might feel that they are in your shadow, not realizing you had to battle your own shadow to get to where you had to be in the light, right? Everything has conditions, okay? Um, I came to a decision like I, I was telling you guys this week, to do something that's going to create a disciple. Now, does this particular person know that he or she is going to be a disciple? No, but they will be because that's pimp law, right? You take a person that has absolutely, and that's how, and to me that's true love. When you have a person that can't do nothing for you, watch how quickly people turn on you when you, can't, when you say no and when you can't do nothing for them. It's happened to me. And I, I have a family member right now that's going through this right now where he thinks that the family has turned their back on him. That's not it. It's just that the situation that you're in could have been avoided. You were offered alternative to that situation, and you chose to do what you're doing right now, putting other people in harm's way. Okay? So because you choose to do things on your own, me getting help from me has conditions. I'll help you all day long. If you're doing X, Y, and Z, we are past the time when it's just, oh, well, I can just do this and I can just do that. No, nobody's money is good at the the bank of Denise. Nobody's money is good right now. Okay. So, you know, you got to let people stay where they think it's, it's better and then make that terrifying leap. So when I say I need disciples, it means that I do for people just because I can Nobody ever questions Oprah about the $13 million and the $20 million and the $10 million that she gave to Morehouse. Nobody ever questions anybody when they're doing philanthropy work. So it's funny to me that people 
think that I'm being such a nice person by doing certain things that I do within the community and for people and to help them and, you know, victims of this or victims of that. That's just who I am. And that creates people that if something was to ever happen to me or if I was ever in a bind, I know that there are certain people. And and listen, there's people I've never done anything for other than smile and say hello. And that hello might that day may have been worth $10,000 if I needed it. So your best bet is just to be nice to everybody and meet them where they at. Just like they say you got to treat the CEO with the same respect that you treat the janitor because you don't know that those roles can be reversed. So you being nice to people should be unconditional, but you loving them, two different things, okay? If you can get someone to listen to you and to trust you, they will either slash your throat or kiss your mouth. And then and only then will you have given them a glimpse of unconditional. Because you think you're going to do, you're going to slash my throat and I'm still going to love you. Or or you're going to do something to my family, any member of my family, the ones that ain't even born yet. And and that's going to be okay. It's not. You know, I can't love a man and I don't know all his conditions. Right? He loves me, but sometimes he drinks too much. He loves me, but he puts his hands on me. He loves me, but he slept with, you know, my cousin or he has community dick. These are, like, these are the conditions that you're giving me right now, right? So we have to stop going into any relationship, whether it's work, whether it's business, whether it's not. What I can tell you, being in the industry that I'm in, is that you have to trust how and who the people are, right? So if you know this is a person that they have, you, you watch people's patterns. This is this is what I get paid for, to watch people's patterns and then try to predict what they're going to spend, how they're going to spend it, and can I take it, right? And if you pay attention to people long enough, they'll tell you everything you need to know. And I feel like, you know, in order for me to love someone unconditionally, um, I don't say that. I say I love you dearly or I love you in a way that maybe I've never loved somebody else before because your conditions are different, okay? I don't take nothing away from a man if I find out that he done went to the side on me, right? Because just because he cheats, a lot of people say, like, oh, if he cheats, that means he don't love you. That one thing don't got nothing to do with the next. I can tell you there's men out there that will take you off clean off the face of the earth for me and still defend and protect me to this day. That's not unconditional. Their condition was, I'm going to do what I want to do to Denise, right? She not going to leave me because she loyal, right? But now I see she want to leave, and I'm not going to let her go. That's selfish. That's, that's really selfish, right? And, I'm, and you know I'm going to go. So now we, we start getting into the toxicity of relationships and things like that. But their condition with me was, if I treat Denise, because this has happened many times, if I treat Denise like the queen she is or the goddess that she is or whatever, whatever, she's not going to leave me. Because I watch how these people treat her, right, and she's still right there for them. But do you think that I have conversations with my, you know, my side piece or my, you know, 
my my main man or whoever about what really goes on in my friendships or my relationships. Absolutely not. There are people that have done something very minute for me, but it meant the world to me in that moment, and they will always have my respect and always have my loyalty, and I try to give back when I can. But there are also people that, listen, I wouldn't throw a bottle of acid on you if you was on fire. doesn't mean that I'm not your friend. doesn't mean that I don't love you. It just means that I know that you will see me rot, so why wouldn't I want you to rot? That doesn't make sense. Those are your conditions. And as a woman, another thing that I do is I let men introduce what it is they want. And as a woman, let me tell you something else you got to stop saying. you got to stop saying, I'm not really, unless you really mean it. You know, I'm not really looking for marriage. I'm not really looking for a relationship. The minute that you say that, even if you think it and you might want it somewhere down the line, don't ever say that to a man. The minute that you say that, you've listed your conditions. Your conditions are, you gave him the blueprint. Your conditions are, oh, you're just trying to hunch. You're trying to take my money, have a good time. You're not here for, you here for a good time, not a long time. Because the fir- I promise my hand to God, the first thing a dude is going to do when you start trying to put conditions on your relationship, oh, we need to get engaged or we need to move in together, we need to do something, you know, he's going to say, well, you said you didn't want to do that. You're going to be like, Mom, that was 10 years ago. That was 18 years ago. That was 28 years ago. It don't make sense, right? Don't say stuff like that because now you're manifesting it in the universe. I can't love nobody past all their flaws. I can't love you back to health. I can't. I can love you enough to maybe make you see what I see in you, and then after that, I'm done trying. My love got conditions just like yours do, and. I think as women, if we keep glorifying this struggle love, like I posted about Gucci Mane and Keisha K. Oren, I'm going to tell you all again, Gucci Mane left her with $2 million. She turned it into $6 million. Now, that's a worker bee. That's a hustler. Some women are not worker bees. They just go to work. They're not hustlers. They're not natural born. Some women would have had the $2 million, and when he came home, he would have still had $2 million. She'd have paid all the bills. She'd have went to her regular job and whatever, whatever. That's not Keisha K. Or, you know, and they could call her a hoe, a slut, whatever he was too. He got his his match, okay. And you know, people are glorifying like the fact that she stayed through his drugs, through his addiction, through his rehab, through his you know philandering with other women and things like that. Doesn't mean she's a rider. That just means that she had her eyes on the prize. Some of you men ain't prizes no more. You're a bunch of tricks at the bottom of a Cracker Jack box. You're worthless. Like, what? What? what are you, why are you here? Okay? So my whole thing is is that a lot of y'all women are not built to be Keisha K. Ors, and that's okay because he got a lot of money to make mistakes. Yo, dude, don't. So you just out here getting disrespected for free? And I had to have this conversation with somebody earlier this week. I said, listen, you think that, you know, y'all y'all always look at, and I can always tell when a girl is being abused or when a relationship ain't what it really seems because they always posting what they got and all this other stuff. Real women that really got stuff going on, girl, that stuff going in the safe or it's going in the safety deposit box. I don't want you to know what I got because I don't want to get robbed. Okay, so when you see a lot of the girls, especially younger girls on there, and then you're shocked two weeks later that he done killed her or he done put his hands on her like DJ Drama's girlfriend. She over in Turks and Caicos for something and posting that he done beat her up and she got all this jewelry on. Girl, I know you don't work. 
so that was your condition. You're allowed to beat me up, but you can buy me stuff. My thing with me is you get caught doing some stuff you ain't got no business doing. It's a matter of time before I leave you. But why am I going to cheat myself out some good cunnilingus and some good, you know, good loving? I'm not going to do that. We're going to go get tested. I'm going to embarrass you. I'm going to pray I don't have nothing. We're going to go back to, you know, doing what we was doing. you getting straight missionary, and I'm just here, really in spirit, until I don't love you anymore at all. And some of you cats, I can't even be around you. I don't even, can't even stand you long enough to even do that. I'm sitting here drinking my vodka. Mm. Unconditional does not exist in my world at this time because of the fact that in order for me to love you, there has to be conditions, and I have to know what your conditions are. It's not my conditions because I'm, I'm with whatever you with. That's the type of time you want. We can see other people cool. I'll call you in three to six business days, and then we'll we'll talk. Let's do lunch. Let's have a V8. No man can deal with the same level of disrespect that they show us. No man can deal with that. They'll kill you first, right? They'll kill you first. You'll be right on snap. Those were the conditions. <laughs> I can do whatever I want, but you can't. That's a condition. So you think these cats is loving you back unconditionally because they're not. Pimplaw would tell me this. you got to treat him like you meet him. If you met him and he was a hoe, that's who, that's who he is. And he's not going to say, listen, I know reformed hoes. I'm not lying to you, ladies, and I hate to disappoint you. They don't stop hoeing until they in their late 40s, early 50s now. And especially if they got $3 to rub together in their pocket to make a fire. Because some little girl going to take the $3. Now, I'm very fortunate that the one cat that, you know, that I that I adore the most, he likes older women. That's his thing. He's been like that the entire time I've known him. Um, and, you know, he's in a situation, you know, no kids, you know, never been married. And after a while, though, okay, so your conditions wasn't being met. Do you think it's still us or is it you, my guy? You know, but I prefer to love on him. Because he needs it, because he's he's getting tired. You could tell, you can hear in his voice, he's getting tired, and that's my boy. Like that's that's my my people because I I know a lot about him. I studied him. He studied me. We know each other back and forth. We just can't seem to make the relationship work because there's distance and there's other conditions that there's in the way. Right? Doesn't mean I don't love him. It just means that I don't get upset if I find out you was in a relationship. He didn't get upset when he found out I done went and got engaged, had a whole little boyfriend and, you know, all this other stuff. He wasn't upset. That, to me, is more like love than all these emotions and these choices that y'all are out here making, you know, because I'm a realist with it, right? I'm real with it. I want to know everything about you so that we could put the conditions up front. His condition is you need to move. My condition is I'm not doing that. You need to give me collateral. Pimplaw tells me, why am I going to go, what I'm chasing a man for? You're supposed to be chasing me. Okay? I'm not doing that because it doesn't end well. So, well, I guess we'll sit here in a stalemate. But, y'all, I want you to understand that I keep, you know, seeing these people glorifying the struggle of. There's no glory in not knowing if you have AIDS or not. There's no glory in being a laughing stock. There's no glory in finding out that your man is just the worst of the worst of the worst. There's no glory in that. You know, it's not funny. And like I said, like I posted OG Nuno, I love her, I swear. It's like I birthed her myself um, down there in New Orleans. And, you know, the girl that I keep posting, a little uh, young lady, she got a book out 
uh, I think the 25 laws of OGs or something like that, probably pimp law. She probably was raised by the same type of grown-ass man that I was raised by. And um, she talks about, you know, women switching places. And she's like, you know, it's just your turn. You know, I don't laugh at no woman's misfortune, habits, drug abuse, you know, any type of abuse because I'm like, you know, my mother, I, I miss her dearly because now a lot of what she's saying is starting to come to fruition where she used to tell me, you know, there's nothing that brings two people, you know, nothing more that brings two people together than the hatred of a third person. So if you have to be the topic of conversation with people, remove yourself. Because if you take away that variable, does the equation stay the same? Does the answer stay the same? Do the numerals stay the same? No, the numbers ain't the same. Take yourself out the equation. Let them fight amongst themselves, and then what's going to end up happening? They're going to end up contacting you back and either apologizing, trying to get you back, or, you know, maybe everybody moves on from whatever situation it is, and I've been doing that. Um, I've also been thinking about, you know, what my mom tells me about when she says she buys cheap people for cheap. You know, if throwing a little money at the problem is all that you wanted, that was your condition. I bought you cheap, she would say. Mm-hmm. Her and my Gigi. So the song been playing in my head all week. We're going to leave it for the gospel portion of the show. But it actually, on my birthday, and if you follow me at miss.d.scott, and I just made my page back private. Sometimes I'll make it open for a while, and then I'll, you know, bring it back private or whatever, just, you know, weird people commenting or whatever, whatever, or views, and nobody's saying anything. That's very weird to me, very voyeuristic, um, and that's not one of my conditions. So we are in Mexico, and, you know, in Tulum, there's literally a city in the middle of a jungle, so there's no, like, street lights, and it's just really awesome. So we're in this one place. I think it's called La Corazon or something like that about the heart. And the song started playing, and I actually was singing the song on my birthday as the clock struck midnight and all that good stuff. And I love this song because it reminds me of what my mother said. Like, if you just take yourself out of the situation and you watch how people move with each other, and the conditions that they bring out in each other, right? If you know that you've made a genuine connection or bond with that person, your stuff is unwavered. So maybe that's why I act the way that I do, because I'm really out here trying to connect to somebody raggedy son. I'm really out here trying to connect to somebody rich daddy. I'm not trying to take your money or nothing like that. I'm trying to connect with you, what turns you on, what turns you off, what do you like, what are your conditions? So I could tell you that if those are my same conditions or if I can even meet those conditions, because if not, we can't even move forward, right? Because I'm not, I'm not the broad that's going to love you past all your raggediness. I'm not doing that. We're not, I'm too old for that. That's not, I'm not there right now. So I love this song, and I know that y'all don't understand it. We'll get into talking about demons and stuff because I have some other stuff. Interesting, I'm watching a new uh, program called uh, Evil, and it kind of depicts kind of what I've been telling y'all anyway. But anyway, the song comes on, and I just get up and I start singing it, and it's kind of an actual visual of you letting people be who they are. And when the bodies hit the floor, now you know who everybody was. So your assassin is over there, your shooter is over there, your slasher is right there, your priest is over there, your nun is over there, but you know who everybody is in a time of crisis. And so if I was you and you think that you're in so much love with somebody, take a step back and ask yourself the question, if it was me in that situation, would that person do the same for me? 
because then you've answered your question that maybe those are not his conditions. doesn't mean he don't love you. just means those are not his conditions. So it can't be an unconditional relationship because in an unconditional relationship, that's no holds barred, right? And so, therefore, let the bodies hit the floor then. See who everybody is. And that's that on that, y'all. Tune in for Tell the Truth Tuesday. I'm sure it'll be tantalizing. <laughs> <laughs> 